You are now listening to Sincerely a Big Girl with your host, Brandy J. All right, let's get into it. Hello, I am so happy that you're here. You're tuned in to the very first episode of Sincerely a Big Girl. So first and foremost, we are already finished with January. Like, what? (laughs) That month flew by. Honestly, I can't even think of what I accomplished in January, but that's okay. Because what I'm thinking is good riddance to 2020. It was a rough year for so many people. So a lot of the people that I've talked to were really having high hopes for 2021, just hoping that things will turn around. But listen, so 2020, um, it was hell for me in a lot of ways, just like it was for the rest of the world. I will say, though, that so many beautiful things were birthed for my family and I during this pandemic. So first, this newfound love that I found for myself. No one in my past, present, and I'm sure future has done more harm to myself than me. I have criticized myself, sabotaged healthy relationships, opportunities, and as bad as it may sound, I've even compared myself to others. And over time, that really weighs you down. But last year, I started yet another weight loss journey with a few of my friends. We would get up, we would walk, we were accountability partners. We started seeing that weight just dropping off. I started seeing my clothes fitting better. I I really just started feeling like the person that I used to feel when I, you know, when I was a little smaller. And so that kind of gave me some hope. That's when I made an appointment with a young lady locally for a waist bead tying ceremony. If you don't know what this is, my suggestion is that, that you Google it and you find someone locally that can do that for you. Because for me, that experience was monumental. So what I did was I went in with her. I talked through some of my insecurities. I told her some of the ways that I have beat myself up. And I, I had to really bare my soul to a stranger, essentially. But it was a very welcome experience. She made me feel very, very comfortable. But what this did for me was it allowed me to see myself, really see myself. I looked in a mirror. I saw every curve every dimple, every extra fat roll. And honestly, in in that whole experience, I was able to look at myself and see something other than what I have been seeing. I saw a mother. I saw a struggle that had been overcome. I was able to see beauty in those stretch marks and those flaws. And I know that I was made perfectly. So it's really disrespectful to myself to continue to talk down about my body to me. So that was a pivotal moment for me because I started to think about myself in a different way. I am grateful for that experience. And I decided then that I didn't care what other people thought of my body or what I wore or even their expectations of me as a wife, a mother. I mean, it just it just reached far past just my physical appearance. So whew, I could go on about that. Might be a whole nother episode, but I'm going to move on to some of the great things that happened for me and my family in 2020. So for a long time, I'd say probably since 2011, my husband has been sitting on an entire business concept 
and I'm talking about for years, we've known that this business is here. We have a name, we have LLC, but we hadn't done anything with the business. So we fell into it during this pandemic. We launched an entire business for my husband. He owns a videography and cinematography business, and it kind of started out with helping churches to be able to put out their messages, whether it be on Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, but they wanted to be able to put out their message virtually so that they could still have their constituents to receive a word. So that's how it kind of started. And then it grew to organizations, live streaming, other events and services, and then it just expanded into something so much more. So his business is booming and I'm loving that for him. I am helping him however I can. And then also this, Sincerely a Big Girl, this idea was birthed through the 2020 pandemic. So initially it was a group of friends and I, we started thinking about this a couple years ago and we just, we laugh because our conversations are so lit. We have a great time. We don't need a lot of people, but our conversations are great. They are thought provoking, very good conversations. So we thought, let's just start a podcast and have these conversations so that other people can hear them weigh in and unfortunately we just couldn't get our schedules to work to be able to do that so as we continue to laugh and talk about it I thought you know maybe I could do something with this one day I started thinking of things that I wish that I could say to people to help them understand how the things that they do or say affect me as a big girl as I was thinking about concepts I thought about it as if I were writing a letter to someone. Dear you, please don't do this, signed a big girl. Something like that. And so that's kind of how I came up with Sincerely a Big Girl. This is the one. I am going to come here and I'm going to talk about the things that we as plus size women deal with and help other people who maybe inadvertently or subconsciously say and do things that are offensive to kind of help them to navigate that a little bit better. So that's how this came about. And so here we are. With all of that, all of the craziness, all of the greatness of 2020, I made a few promises to myself for 2021. I think in the past, I've categorized them as New Year's resolutions or, you know, but I'm not successful in sticking with or being consistent with New Year's resolutions because honestly, I probably would have already stopped doing them by now if they were truly a New Year's resolution, being that it's February. So these are promises to myself that I've made. So this is what 2021 is going to look like for me. And I hope you find things that I say that you can incorporate into your own promises for 2021. First, I am going to be unapologetic about loving my body. And this includes embracing all of my imperfections, all of my flaws. I'm going to stand in the mirror in the mornings. I'm going to tell myself every single thing I love about my body. And I'm even going to include the things that I don't love right now, because guess what? The more I tell myself that I love my fupa, eventually I'm going to start believing it. I'm going to dance in front of the mirror if I want to, sing my favorite songs, and I'm going to recite positive affirmations because that's my business. Also, I'm not settling for anything less than what I am worth. A lot of times people expect big girls to accept whatever they can get, 
what? We can have high standards. We can want the best out of every situation and get that. I'm not settling for the bare minimum from anyone, and that's gonna include my friends, family, work, my marriage. We're expecting maximum effort and energy from everyone we come in contact with. Why? Because we are deserving. I'm guilty of giving people passes because it's easier just to accept the nonsense than to confront it head on. Even when it inconveniences me, I've still let stuff slide. But that ends this year. I'm gonna save my money, drink my water, and mind my business. That is <laughs> literally my promise to myself for 2021. I will also say this, in 2021, we as big girls should no longer be accepting microaggressions as complimentary. We're gonna call them out for just what they are. For those of you who don't know, microaggressions are statements, actions, or incidents regarding as an instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group, such as racial or ethnic minority. So I could go into a whole list of microaggressions that I have experienced myself as a black woman, but what I'm going to do now is talk about a couple of them that relate to big girls. So I have a couple of examples of microaggressions that I have heard personally. The first one, I'm sure every plus size woman in the world has heard this one. You're so pretty for a big girl. Y'all, if I had a dollar for every time I heard this, what does that even mean? Are you saying that a big girl can't be pretty and that I'm just the anomaly? So you are just really pretty because all other big girls are not. That makes no sense. So as a standard, big women are unattractive. Is that what this means? I'm gonna be very transparent right now. I was in a place in my life many, many years ago now when I would consider this to be an actual compliment. Crazy, right? <laughs> I honestly was thinking, oh my gosh, this guy, this good looking guy thinks I'm pretty even though I'm big. What? I'm so glad I don't think like that anymore. And I haven't for a long time, but for someone who is not grounded and rooted and confident, they could consider that to be a compliment. Wow, he just thinks I'm pretty or she just thinks I'm pretty even though I'm big microaggression we are not accepting that another one wow i wish i had your confidence okay so for this one i'm gonna have another moment of transparency i will say that i have been guilty for saying this to my fellow plus size women i know i hate it that i i have to say this but i'm just being honest so I felt so little about myself at one point where I would literally see a big girl simply living her life and think to myself, wow, I wish I could do that. And look, it would be dumb little things, insignificant things. Things like she would be talking to a guy that I would 1000% be afraid to talk to because I was big. And in my head, I'd be thinking, well, there's no way a guy that looks like that would like a girl like me. Insert eye roll here, <laughs> but we'll get into that one later. But I would see a big girl talking to a guy and thinking, wow, she has got confidence. She's got some balls to be talking to this guy. Why? Why can't she talk to a good looking guy? Because she's big? That was the mindset that I had. 
I would see a plus size girl hanging with a group of beautiful women and think, wow, she's really confident to be rolling with those beautiful skinny women. When in a lot of those cases, the big girl was killing them all in the game. Hair, makeup, outfit, I'm talking about, she was the standout of the group. But in my mind, the big girl was automatically at a disadvantage because she was big. I had to stop doing that. We need to stop doing this. Another one that I've heard is, you're so brave for wearing that. And I say I've heard it, but I've also said it, y'all. I've also said it. Those days that I just did not feel confident when I was really down on myself. I would, I would say that. But it's so problematic. Why is telling a big woman that she's brave for wearing a bodycon dress or a crop top? Do people have that same energy for the women in the size six crop top or the shorts? We don't because media and society tells us that crop top, leather pants, bodycon dresses, biker shorts, that's for the size sixes. What's unconventional is when you see a size 16 in them. That's what the media and, and print magazines tell us. But in 2021 and in 2020, to be honest, I have been seeing that there are so many plus size women who are out here living their best lives, wearing what they want, loving themselves, and not caring what people think about what they have on. They have been unapologetic and I am here for it. Honestly, who is anyone to tell a woman that something is not for them to wear? You wear what looks good on you and that you feel comfortable in and I'll wear what I feel comfortable in and it's nobody's opinion that should make you feel like you shouldn't be wearing something. And that's on period. Another one. You go, girl. How'd you get that fine man? Or how'd you how'd you snag that good-looking dude? That statement in general, in any variation, is offensive. There's no way to spin that. Y'all do know that big women are fully capable of attracting a good-looking guy, right? I'm about to say something that I believe many other big women can attest to. I've never not gotten any man that I've wanted ever as a young woman in college as an adult until I met my husband I have never not gotten the guy that I was interested in now if I never express my interest or if I never put my motives out there to date a guy that's different but if I've ever expressed any interest in someone whether he is the best looking guy or the most mediocre looking guy I've never not been able to pull a dude and I know a lot of other big girls who have said the exact same thing. Now keep in mind, this is before guys used to use or pretend to like big girls for clout. I see that a lot these days, which I really don't understand. But that again, that's another whole nother episode. <laughs> but it is a thing. Um, for, for one, on TikTok, I see these videos of these guys portraying their interest in their desire for big women and it's all for clout just so that they can get more followers and all of this so yeah it's a thing but this was far before you know guys were doing that for clout 
I remember when I was in college, I was dating a guy and he was really, really attractive. So much so that I was shocked that he showed interest in me, which is crazy. Um, but little did I know then though that he was lucky to have me, but in the end he was trash. So got out of that unscathed, but I was really shocked that this guy actually was interested in me, wanted to be seen in public, went out to the club together, to dinner. Um, so I, I definitely was a little shocked, um, which we should not be any longer shocked when a good looking guy shows interest because Big girls are bad and at this point we know it so but the sad thing is these are just a few examples of some of the verbal microaggressions that plus-size women experience we won't even get into the actions the stares the whispers the laughs we see you and at this point we're just unbothered being called fat is no longer an insult to us at least for me. I know I'm big, so calling me a big girl is not offensive. I know that I am. If you wanna insult me, if you wanna dig at me, insult my intelligence, <laughs> or if you wanna really make me mad, talk about my family. So um, talking about my size or my weight holds no weight with me anymore in terms of getting me riled up. So listen, in 2021, plus size women will win. We will win. We will get everything that we deserve. We will attract positive energy and we will put out positive vibes. We will only lose weight if we want to and we will do it strictly for ourselves. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will have another episode coming soon. But until then, bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at sincerely underscore a big girl and on our Facebook group, sincerely comma a big girl. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Okay, later.